when we're halfway through the sprint or nearing the end of the sprint, if we're saying, hey, we don't have all of these user stories done, we just kind of turn our attention to the goal and say, well, can yeah. we ac accomplish the goal without those stories done? Is there something that we can show, demonstrate at the end of the sprint that will provide value, get some feedback on, um, and still having met the goal, we can always come back and do those lower value stories yeah. later if necessary. Hey, everybody, this is Vic Bonacci with Leading Agile. Welcome to Leading Agile Sound Notes. I'm here with Dave Pryor, also from Leading Agile. Say hi, Dave. Hi. There we go. <laughs> so Dave and I are both uh, certified Scrum trainers with the Scrum Alliance, and we both work for Leading Agile. So you are looking at 100% of the training capacity of certified Scrum classes <laughs> within Leading Agile right now. Uh, today, I am uh, joined by Dave so that we could then talk about another interesting topic. And today's topic is the sprint goal. The sprint goal. When I say that, what comes to mind? David, anything? Uh, yeah, the fact that people don't do it. I know, right? And, and how, I don't know how long, you probably have a better idea of this uh, than I do, how many versions of the Scrum Guide, the Sprint Goal has been around? I don't know, but I don't remember. I mean, I took my CSM class a long time ago. And I have to say I was not the best student uh, in front of my cone when I took it. And I do not remember learning about a Sprint Goal in that class. And nor do I in my first CSM, but somewhere in the history, in the fog of time, uh, the sprint goal was slid into one of the updates to the Scrum Guide by Jeff and Ken. And I mean, to be honest, I love the sprint goal. I think I it's a too. valuable asset. It's uh, one of our, um, what do we call them? A commitment uh, yes. is, is the sprint goal, right? Commitment. That language, I think, was changed in the most recent version of the yes. Scrum Guide. But, but let's back up. Let's talk about what the sprint goal is and why they introduced it, why they, the creators of Scrum, figured this was a good thing to introduce. And then we'll talk about how some teams approach it. As long as we get to talk about what it's not, I'm good. But Okay, um, yeah, we'll do that too. So my, the way I think about it is if I walk into the sprint review and the stakeholder said, like, it was really expensive to pay for your team the last two weeks, what was the point of that? What did we get out of this? The sprint goal is my answer to that question. Mm. Um. And, and to me, that there's, that's one of the benefits that it provides. The other is if I'm on the team and we're building stuff in the middle of the sprint and we realize we're not going to be able to finish everything, the sprint goal guides our understanding of priority. So maybe yeah. we don't deliver all the things, but we still meet the goal. We still get the outcome we're looking for. Right. Yeah, and that jives with my understanding as well. Uh, the sprint goal is just an informal statement of what we want to get out of the sprint. And it doesn't have to follow like any, like, as a secretary administrator, I want none of that kind of standard uh, formulaic stuff. It's just like, what are we trying to do this sprint? Yeah. And usually how it's prepared is the, the product owner will have a look at the backlog and say, okay, hey, the team just got this, that, and the other thing done in the last few sprints. What's coming up next? Oh, I know. Let's build out the shopping cart for our web store. That mm -hmm. would be great. And so they'll bring that proposal of a sprint goal to the team during sprint planning. And they'll talk to the team and say, hey team, I know that we've talked about a number of these stories. We got these other features done. And, and here's this, uh, this goal for the shopping cart. We've talked about the stories that kind of roll up to it. But what do you think team? Is, is, is this goal of 
creating the shopping cart achievable in this sprint. And there might be some negotiation then, right, uh, between the, the developers yeah. and, the, uh, and the product owner. And that's great. So then they refine it together there at the sprint planning meeting. So that's interesting because uh, Chris Lee, a friend of ours, also mm -hmm. talks about it that way. I always think of it like this. If, uh, if I was a PO and I'm getting ready for sprint planning, I'm thinking, okay, what do I want to achieve in the sprint? Maybe there's an assumption I have to test out. Maybe we have some kind of security thing that's like a big business priority. Um, the example I use in class is like, I want to make sure so-and-so has an awesome birthday party. Mm. Um, what are the things that we could produce that would help achieve that? And then I would come into sprint planning and say, okay, in this sprint, I'd like us to achieve X. Yeah. Um, I think either way can work fine. As long as you have one by the end, that's what matters, right? Right. And again, going back to your statement earlier about how many teams have been using sprint goals that we work with. When I first come to a team, I ask them, hey, what's your sprint goal this sprint? And they give me that blank stare. Uh, my goal is to get user story 1263 done. Yeah. It's like, oh. Is that what you tell? <laughs> do you talk to your mother with that mouth? No. Do you, is that what you tell the CEO when you're walking down the hallway and you see the CEO? Hey, what, what's going on this sprint? I'm working on 1263, boss. No, because they're like checked out. They don't care. Yeah. All right. So I think it, it's helpful not only for the team, as you said, but also you gave indication too for the stakeholders. Okay. Why, mm -hmm. why are you asking me to show up at the end of the sprint to come to your sprint review? What am and I going to see? Why can't I jam more stuff into the sprint in the middle? Because it'll screw up the most important priority that we have right now. Yeah, that's another benefit. I find that um, a lot of the teams that I'm working with, when I ask them about a sprinkle, right now I'm hearing two answers very commonly. One is, well, we've done planning for the quarter, so we have to do this much of that work in the sprint. Right? They've divided it right. up. And, and They've done the is, math and said, oh, not a business yeah. reason for running a sprint. And the other, the other answer I get is like, if I said, you know, what was your goal when you went to the supermarket and you said, well, my goal was to buy jelly and peanut butter and bacon and bread and milk and eggs and chicken and frogs and whatever else. A list of stuff is not a goal. It's a right. list of stuff. And both of those answers make me nuts. Yeah. How do you, how do you coach people into coming up with a goal? Like if a team is totally unfamiliar with this, if they've never tried to do it before, um, how, how do you encourage them to like have the conversation and figure this out? That's a great question. To answer it, I kind of want to unpack this idea of commitments. So okay. we know that commitment is, is one of the five scrum values, but oftentimes we on a scrum team, we hear that word commitment and we think, oh, we have to commit to the stories. Like I have to commit to user story one, two, three. And that's not at all what the scrum guide says, yeah. nor has it ever said that. But that's just a lot of teams kind of get that through, you know, the, mm -hmm. the environment that they're working in. So rather than committing to a bunch of stories or items on a list, I try to break it down as you did with examples and say, instead, we want to commit to some goals so that it gives us the ability to be flexible, nimble, adaptable, mm -hmm. agile, like throughout the sprint so that we can swap things in as needed. And then as a team, again, similar to what you said earlier, uh, when we're halfway through the sprint or nearing the end of the sprint, if we're saying, hey, we don't have all of these user stories done, we just kind of turn our attention to the goal and say, well, can yeah. we accomplish the goal without those stories done? Is there something that we can show, demonstrate at the end of the sprint that will provide value, get some feedback on 
um, and still having met the goal, we can always come back and do those lower value stories yeah. later if necessary. To answer your question, how to teach it, it's just a conversation, uh, something along those lines. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, we're, we just started doing these podcasts, so we're going to keep interrupting each other until we get the hang of it, because um, that's iterative, just like everything else that we do. Move. Um, <laughs> um, I, another way I think that people could think about it is the business is investing in two yeah. weeks of a, of a group of people's time, right. and they should get something for that investment. And it's not just a list of items that you create. It's what do those items produce for the company or the customer? What problem do they solve collectively? Yeah. Um, what if the team is doing work and it really is just a list of stuff? Like maybe it's just a bunch of technical debt or straight pieces of things. And there's no way to kind of encapsulate these in a statement that ties them together. Is that okay? Yeah. It's that time of the quarter. All the Microsoft updates are coming in. <laughs> um, I don't see, I don't see a problem with creating a goal around that. And it could be like, okay. Hey, our goal this time around is to get our environment patched up or mm -hmm. or get rid of tech debt reduce the uh, uh the amount of technical debt which is slowing us down so you can definitely do something like that the issue where i do have a little bit of um challenge is trying to have more than one sprint goal in a sprint yeah. like let's say that the shopping cart is a really easy peasy kind of a goal where we can also get some inventory management going on too or started or something like that how do you manage multiple sprint goals? Um, you don't. That, yeah, that's that's what I'm finding in practice is you yeah. can't, you don't. So um, when they have multiple things, things that they're trying to do, what you're suggesting is there's some, It's maybe it's technical debt or whatever. What about um, if they can't find their way to an answer for that question? One thing I've coached teams on is, Okay, so if you don't have a business goal for why you're doing all these things, can the team come up with a goal for something they're trying to achieve in this sprint? Like we just did a podcast about um, reducing single points of failure. Yeah. Could uh, running an experiment with mobbing be a goal yeah. for the sprint? I believe so. Yeah, why not? Um, that's what I say. Um, okay. I think that oftentimes we go to the retrospective at the end of the sprint and we might come up with some ideas that we'd like to do and then we never put them in practice. Well, one sure way to put them in practice is make them the goal of the next sprint. Uh, cool. And again, maybe there's some kind of parallel goal. Maybe you do want to do automate, introduce automated testing as you're doing your your shopping cart for the um, for the website. So maybe yeah. there's like a product goal and a team process goal, a team improvement or learning goal, something like that. Or even having enough nerve to tell the stakeholders you actually need a product owner. <laughs> if you don't get the reference, go back to the last video that yeah, we just yeah. did, right? Yeah. Yeah, very good. Cool. Well, I feel like we talked about the sprint goal quite a bit. I would yeah. encourage any scrum master or anyone on a scrum team, uh, but if you're the scrum master and, and your team isn't using sprint goals yet, give it a try. Introduce it. See if that, that helps the behavior. Goal. And Yeah. Try right. having a sprint Set your goal. own goal, right? <laughs> Well, David, um, and do you go by Dave or David? I only go by David if your mom, you're my mom okay. or my sister, and you're really pissed off. Otherwise, well, it's just Dave. I'll, I'll, I'll go with Dave then. Uh, Dave and I are <laughs> going to be signing off. You can reach out to me. I'm Victor Bonacci, Victor dot Bonacci at Leading Agile. Um, the email is more formal than the name. You can call me Vic. Is fine. Uh, Dave, how do they reach out to you? Uh, Dave dot Prior at LeadingAgile dot com, and it's P R I O R. 
Yeah, I didn't spell Bonacci, did I? B-O-N-A-C-C-I. Well, I always have to spell it because people spell it like Richard Pryor, but uh, obviously there's some differences there. Thanks for watching. If you have any topics, send them to us. We appreciate you giving us your time. And hopefully we provided some valuable information for you. Thanks for letting me host this time around, Dave. Thanks for doing it, man. Bye, everyone. Bye.